Okay. We're going to continue. Say for Yaina. We left off <coughs> two weeks ago. In Paragimel Pasuk Hay. So we'll begin Pasuk Vav. Paiga Dover Malach Ninveh. And the thing that the Rabbi Shalom, the message that Yaina brought, that it's time to do tshuva. He reached the king of Nineveh. He got up from his throne. And he took off his cloak. He covered himself in sack. And he sat down on the afer. Says the Goyim, Why Melech Nineveh? It reached him. It affected him more than others. And the reason is, because when it comes to sin, Chazal tell us, Melech Niknas Tchiluludin. The king is judged first. And therefore, that's why, Vayiga Hadavra Melech Ninveh. He knew he was the first one that was going to be judged, and therefore this reached him very, it affected him very much. Now the Grah says as follows. He says, with this we could understand Pshat in the Yushalmi. The Yushalmi tells us, the Gemara says the Gemara says that why is it that we blow the shaifer on Rosh Hashanah and we blow it when people are allowed to sit meaning we call them tkiyas the miyushav the sitting tkiyas which are the first tkiyas that we blow before Shman even though Lahalacha now we pass and everyone should stand, but Meikar Azin one can sit. And then there's Tkiyas to Mu'umud, the Tkiyas that are during the Shmanasri, during the Khazar Sashat, the standing Tkiyas. So the Gemara says, why do you have to blow twice? It says the Gemara Kadela Arbev Hasata. We want to mix up the Sata. So the Yerushalmi says, that when the Satan hears the Shai for the first time, so Bahil he gets a little to tumult, he gets a little nervous, but not entirely. What's he afraid of? Because Chazal tell us, that the, you, the ghoul is going to come, the shaifer is going to be blown. And on that day, that'll be the end of the Satan, that'll be the end of the Yetzirah. So he's not so nervous when he hears the first blowing of the shaifer. When he hears the second blowing of the shaifer, the second time, so he says, oh, that must be the shaifer of Yitoka B'Shaifer Gadol, and I'm going to be destroyed. He gets all nervous, and he doesn't have time to mikach yagan kala Yisrael. <coughs> says the Ma'id. What's Pshad in this Gemara? Why is he more scared of the second Kiyas than the first Kiyas? And as we might say, it asks the question, why didn't he learn from last year? He didn't figure it out. He didn't re- realize that we blow twice. I mean, it's a couple of years now in the history of Klai, so we're doing this. The Satan's not dumb. Says the guy, no. Why do we blow twice the Tkiyoshnei The first one is to wake up and to scare and to call the Gedolim. Just like the Melech goes to Din Tchila, the Gedolim, the leaders, they go to Din Tchila too. And the second one is to wake up Kla Yisrael, the Am, the nation. And he says as follows. He says like this, He got up from his throne, and he removed his Adares, his glory, that's his Gaiva of being the leader. Says the Gain, Chazal tell us, Asher Nasi Yechta. Pashas Vayikrot says, Asher Nasi Yechta. Asher Nasi Yechta means that a Nasi is going to do a virus. A king, a leader, is susceptible to the gaiva of his position and he does Averis. And it's not easy for him to do Chuba. Because he has such gaiva and such pleasures and such power and such prominence, it's very hard for him to do Chuba. And that's why in Pasakei, first the Anshin believed in Hashem. And they started it. Then Vayiga Adavra finally reached the king. 
We point out that the king gets nervous, we said before, because he's going to go to the but in the order of the Psukim, he wasn't affected first. The only way he was able to finally come to a situation of understanding of Vayichas Sak Vayeshev is only after Vayokam Mikitsa Vayavar Adartai he removed his Adaret his Gaiva with all the Midas Royce that come with it then he was able to and it wasn't enough like they did in Patekei. He had to cover himself with sack to sit down on the Eifer, because he's so prominent with such gaiva and such importance. For him to finally be machni himself, he has to do things to bring himself as low as possible. And that's why Chazal say that you find by a tainus, we spoke before, the other time, that some of these things are done when there's an Esara. By a tainus, they put ashes on the head of a Nasi. The leader gets ashes because for him to be machni himself, he needs a greater effort and therefore we need to do more things. This is all the first kiyas. The first kiyas are for the Gedailim. The Gedailim. The Nesiyim. Those of prominence. When we're calling them to din, when we're getting them to do tshuva. So as we said, they need a greater effort. It's not so simple for them. When the satan hears the call of tshuva to the gedolim, and I gedolim over here, I don't necessarily mean gedoli adar. I'm talking about the leaders. The satan's not so nervous. They're going to do tshuva, tshuva shleima. It's very hard. It's very hard to bring themselves to such a hachna. But the second time when we blow the second kiss, that's to call Dalas Om, that's to call the rest of the nation, those who don't have these positions, those who are Muchan to Chuva. When the Sultan hears that, he says, I'm lost. If those people are going to do Chuva, so they have a greater chance of Chuva Shleima, so Mashiach is for sure going to come, and that's the end of me. Mashiach will come today as long as we listen to his voice the voice of the Ravina Shalala so that's why of course the Sultan knows from year to year what's happening but every year he's nervous this is the year that the Dala Sa'am the nation's going to get together and do tshuva and when they get together their Muhammad the tshuva they'll bring the Gula Pasuk Zayin Vayazek Vayomer Benin Vaymit HaMamelech Ugdol of Leymar was called out and was said in Inve Mitam HaMelech and here the Melech means it says HaMelech the Rabbi Nishalaylam it doesn't say the Melech of Ninve. it's said in the name of the Melech Ugidolov and the name of the Tzadikim saying because who are the ones who are Kiveya when Rosh Hashanah is and then in turn when Yom Kippur is is Bezin Shalmata Bezin Shalmaila does not make Rosh Hashanah until Bezin Shalmata makes Rosh Hashanah. So it's Hashem calling out Ugedoilov, and it's the Tzadik in the Bezdin saying, Ha'adam, Ha'adam re- refers to Gedoilov, Tamir de Chachamim. Ha'behemah is referring to Ami Ha'aretz. Ha'bokar v'hatsayin, there's two types of Behemah, two types of Ami Ha'aretz. There's a Bakr, which is a Behemah Gasa, which we would call Paisha Yisrael, those people who do Averis. We call them, Chazal call them, Adam Hadoimin Lebehemah. They go after their Tivus, just like a Behemah does. And then there's Sain, Behemah Daka, the small stack. Those are people who don't know, Bein Taiv but if a Tamil Chacham tells them what to do, they'll do it. But on their own, they don't know. They're like sheep. Sheep follow the shepherd. So it was called out to everyone. The Gedailim. All types of people. The Bakr, the Tzayin. Ayitamum Uma. Don't taste anything. Al Yiru. Don't go out to the pasture. Umayim al Tishtu. And don't drink any water. And the guy says, the Ayitamu and the Mayim al Yishtu is talking about Yom Kippur. That everyone... Not just the Gedalim that we had before fasting on the different days. Here we're talking about everyone fasts on this day. The Behema, the Bakr, the Tzoyim, the Adam, Yom Kippur, Kulam, Misanim, we said last time. And the guy throws in one other thing. What's Al Yiru? 
Don't go out to pasture. We said, don't taste anything, don't drink anything. That's fasting. They shouldn't be busy with Parnosa. Going out to pasture is referring to the Indian of Parnosa that occupies people's minds. That's not today's occupation. In Kippur is Kaddish Lashem. The Iskasis Akim, the Pasuk continues, Adam Vabahema, they should cover themselves, both the Adam and the Bahema, the Yikro, the Lekim, and should cry out strong to the Rabbinah Shalom. So the Goyim should say, Akim Kalayoim, Kwaiso cries out a whole day, Vivakoshes Gidoilois, Ubitachanunim. As the tour says in Halacha, that slichos and rachamim chayvas hayoyimim on Yom Kippur, the obligation of the day is slichos and rachamim. V'toyv laharbis ben. Make sure to say aloud that the day full of slichos with soyakim kol hayoyim. V'yashuvu ish midarke hara. Every person should do tshuva from his bad ways. Uminachamas asher bekapeyim and from the stolen things that are in their hands, because as we know. If a person has chomas bekapeyam, he has something stolen, he has to give it back. Yom Kippur is not mechaper from ben adam lechaveray until the ben adam lechaveray is taken care of. And especially if it's a ben adam lechaveray that you owe someone something, it has to be taken care of. Miyodeya, if someone knows that he has. Averis Yoshiv let him do chuva, the Nicham Alikim and Hashem will go back will re- not regret, but will go back on what he said, Bishov Mecharainapoi and he will calm down and not be angry anymore, Belinoivid and we won't be destroyed if one does chuva and Yemakipurim. Says the Pasuk Vayara Likimas Masayam Durbanisham saw their actions that they did everything, they did the sack, they did the afer. And there's a Rashi Tevis here, Tshuva. Tshuva is Rashi Tevis. Tainis, for tough. Shin is Sak. Vav is Vo'efer. Be'ez is Bechi. And He is Hespit. And these, like it says in Esther, V'tzayim u'bechi u'mitzpeh tzak Vo'efer. These are the Darachi Tshuva. They did everything. But the Pasuk continues, Not just Masayim, the Iker thing is Kishavu Midarkam Hara like the Gemara says that it wasn't the Gemara says that it's not the sack and the tainus that are Gairim that cause Hashem to change his Gzardin it's the Tshuva and the Maisim Taivim like it says by Anshayim Ninveh Kishavu Midarkam Hara and Hashem went back on the Ra that he thought, that he spoke about doing the Loyosa, and he didn't do it, says the guy in the Chosam Oysam, and he gave a Chasima for a good year, Litaiva, the Chasima Zemakipurim. Now there's a very interesting subya here, in Shulchan Aruch it tells us, that on Leil Rosh Hashanah, the minig is that every person tells his friend, Lashana Taiva Tika Save. Says the Mogan Avram, don't just say Tika Save to be written, you should say Tika Save and say Chasem. But the Goyin on that Shulchan Aruch says, no, Tika Save is that good, don't say Say Chasem, because on Rosh Hashanah there's no Chasimah. Rosh Hashanah is only a Ksiva. What's the what's the Morgan Avram saying? The Shana Tevati Kaseiv is saying. So the Morgan Avram says, "Well, we all know Tadikim Nechtavim and Nechtamim. They get signed in already." The Gros says, "No, there's no Chasima." What's going on here? This is a very important aside. The Gemara tells us Shloisha Svarim Nechtavim Rosh Hashanah. Niftachim Rosh Hashanah. Three Svarim are opened on Rosh Hashanah. One of them is for Rishayim Gemurim. One of them is for Tadikim Gemurim. And one of them is for Beinanim. Tadikim Gemurim says the Gemara, Niftavim and Echtamim La'altu L'chaim. They're written and signed. La'altu L'chaim. Rishayim Gemurim, Niftavim and Echtamim La'altu L'misa. Beinanim, Tluyim V'oimdim Rosh Hashanah V'jayim HaKippurim. Zachu Niftavim L'chaim, Lezachu Niftavim L'misa. Says the Grah. 
There's a machlaikus rishayin and what this Gemara is talking about. What type of din are we talking about here? Tzadikim gemurim mar nechtavim nechtavim la'atul l'chayim asked Tysus a question. Are you telling me that Tzadikim is someone who has more z'chuyos than Averis? Is nechtav l'chayim? He says, what, what do you mean? There are many tzaddikim that die. The nechtav and lamisa. So what's the Gemara talking about? And there's many rishayim who have more chayvays than schuyays. And here it seems to say that they're dying lamisa. And they live out the year just fine. So what's going on here? Is Taisus question, not only Taisus, the Ran asked this question to another of the rishayim. And there's a big machoikis. Taisvis answers that this Gemara of the three Svarim are referring to Chayi HaOilam Haba. It's not talking about Oilam It's talking about Chayi HaOilam Haba. Someone who's a Tzadik Gomer is Nechta V'Nechta L'Chayi HaOilam Haba. Someone to Russia is Nechta V'Nechta L'Misa in Oilam Haba. Bainanim, we see, will they do tshuva or not? So this is a din and chayyaylamaba. Why? Because there's another Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Adam Nidaim Rashashana. Just like Tzvua has its judgment on Pesach, and Pereseilon on Shvuas, and Mayim on Sukkis. Adam is judged on Rosh Hashanah, says the Mishnah, and his Gzar Din is signed in Yom Kippur. How do we reconcile these two Gemaras? One Gemara tells us, one Gemara tells us that there's three Sfarim, Tzadikim immediately, Rishayim immediately, Benim in the middle. And here, this Gemara says every person is judged on Rosh Hashanah and his Gzardin is Nechtam on Yom Kippur. Every person. Tzadikim, Beinanim, Rishayim. Therefore, says the Gra, that when it comes to Chayi Ha'ilam Hazeh, Kulam Shavim. When it comes to the Gzardin on this world, every person has the same din. Tzadikim, Beinanim, Rishayim are written on Yom Rosh Hashanah and they're Nechtam on Yom Kippur. And even though someone could be written, so what's the point of writing on Rosh Hashanah? That's the way it is. But if a person is written on Rosh Hashanah, if he's chayzen so then on Rosh Hashanah Kippur, we tear up what was written, and we write and seal the taiva. And that's the tayelas, that even a Rosh is not signed for Chaya Oilam until Yom Kippur. He has a chance to do tshuva. And that's why a whole Aserah Simei Tshuva, we say, Kosveinu B'Sefer Achayim. What in Kosveinu B'Sefer Achayim? We already written. The answer is, tear up if we chaz v'shalom had a gzardin, the wrong way. Tear it up and write us l'chayim. Because it wasn't signed yet. And therefore says the Grah, how could you say l'shana toiva t'ikosei v'seichasein? Seichasein? It's not signed today. No one signed today. Even Tzadikim aren't signed today. So therefore, you just say, L'shana Teva Tichaseif. And Yom Kippur, V'chasam Yisrael L'tayva. Yom Kippur is the Chasima. That's the Graz Pshat here. Alpi, and he's going with the Shita of Taisvis. Now it happens to be the Ran argues. The Ran asks the same question. And he says, Tzadikim and Rishoim does not, do not, rather we're talking about Eilam here. We're talking about Eilam, we're talking about Eilam The Gemara that says, Shleish Aswarm, Niftachim, Rishoim, Gemurim, Tzadikim, Gurim, Beinanim, is talking about Eilam But you'll ask me a question, many Tzadikim die and many Rishoim live? Tzadikim do not mean those who have more Zachiyais than Averis. And Rishoim don't mean more Averis than Tzachiyais. We had in we have in Chumash it's Tikkus a Tzadik Rishu a Two people come to the entire one's a Tzadik one's a Rasha. 
what we're talking about if they are real tzaddikim, we're talking about in this judgment who won and who lost. So it's the same idea here. When we say tzaddikim are written after l'chaim, that means someone who's did is l'chaim. There are tzaddikim in this din. He might be really a rasha. He might be out of his averis. But in this din, he was zaychah to a good din. Why? Perhaps he has a schos. And the Rabbi Nishon wants him to live because of that schos. You could have tzaddikim gemurim, who have more zchoyais. But in this din, they lost. Maybe there's an avera kala, some type of avera that they did. So in this din, they're called rishayim. So when we say there's three books open, one for tzaddikim gemurim, one rishayim gemurim, that doesn't mean quote-unquote, we call it tzaddik and arash. It means, when Hashem judges, whoever at this point, it's clear that they are even if they happen to be a rasha, they are called tzaddikim. They have won the judgment. Rishai means they have lost this judgment. We're not dealing with their averis and their, and their, and their mitzvahs. And the name are people that we're not sure yet what to do with them. So hopefully, in Aseris Mechuva, they will have, they will, they will get a schus, and they'll be zaychet to win in this bin. So according to the to the to the Iran, so there is a chasima tzaddikim in din. That means to say, no matter what you are, we hope that you win the din that you zaychet to live out the year. Mashaykin, like we said before, the gra. The gross is that it has to do nothing with the, with the Chayel HaMazeh. That all has to do with Chayel HaMabah. It's a different din in Ganzen. Chayel HaMabah. Chayel HaMazeh, you're only written on Yom Kippur, on Rosh Hashanah. Everyone's written on Rosh Hashanah. The Chasim is Yom Kippur, and therefore says the Gra, you don't say B'Sei Chasei. Now I just want to point out, while we're on the Indian, and this is really the end of this parak, it sort of explains and elaborates on the Indian of Aserius Mechuba, the... When a person makes a Shekhyonu on Leo Rosh Hashanah, it's a different Shekhyonu than the rest of the year. It's a different Shekhyonu than the rest of the year. If a person makes a Shekhyonu on Sukkis, he's making a Shekhyonu that I made it to Sukkis. He's making a Shekhyonu on Hanukkah, on Pesach. But when a person makes a Shekhyonu on Rosh Hashanah, you know what he's saying? He's saying, Shekhyonu v'kiyamanu, Rabbi Nishlam, I'm thanking you that I made it through the whole year. Which now retroactively means that last year's din, I was zeichen. I was zeichen to to live out the whole year. Not everyone lived out the whole year. And I thank you, Rabbi Nisham, for that. I'm praising you, Vikimanu. Vikimanu, Azman, Lazar. A person should say it with regesh, with simcha. And hopefully, when the Rabbi Nisham sees it, the person, person appreciates the life that he had. For the last year, Hashem says, you're a good investment. It's endless, this chesed. So if you praise Hashem, He'll give you more taif. That's the shachiyon that one makes on Leil Rosh Hashanah. So that is the end of Parakimu. So Ninveh, listen to the Dvar Hashem, they were did tshuva, and it came. The Rebbeinu Hashem gave them a good day. Parak Dalid, we move back to Yaina. Vayera el Yaina ra gedayla vayichalay. Yaina felt very bad. Vayera heira loy ma'it says the guy. It was very bad for him. What was very bad? The Chayser Mezaynais Ushar Dvarim. It seems that although Yaina in this Gilgal was following the Dvar Hashem and he told Ninveh what to do and he was being, so to speak, very good, but at the same time he lacked. He didn't have food and Ushar Dvarim, it sounds like he was missing some other things too. Says the Gra. Chazal tell us, Boni Chayi Umezaini Loi Bitzchusa Talia Children, life, and Mezainis and Parnasa are not totally, are not dependent on one's Chusim. They're not dependent on one's Chusim. 
Rather, it's dependent on mazel. The mazel talya milsa. Says the Gra. Chazal tell us also that there's a question my Shabbeinu had, tzaddik v'raloi. Why is it that there's a concept of a tzaddik, but he's ra- it's ra for him. So it's a panas, he has saris, he has yisurim. So one answer the Gemara gives is, if a person is a tzaddik, ben tzaddik, so then we'll say tzaddik v'tayvloi. He's a tzaddik and he has good. Tzaddik ben rasha, so tzaddik v'raloi. Says the Vilna Gain as follows. He says, what does it mean tzaddik ben tzaddik? Tzadik ben Rasha doesn't mean physically. Rather, what it means is, the Zayar tells us a person in his first Gilgal, if he was bad, he was Ra, like our Yaina here. And now he comes back to a second Gilgal, and in this Gilgal he's good. He's called a Tzadik ben Rasha. He's called a tzaddik ben rasha. Why? What's ben? Ben means what his first gilgal was. So if he's a tzaddik ben rasha, Hashem brings him in his second gilgal to this world at a time when the mazel is not very good. At a time when the mazel is not good. And then what happens is he's born into a mazel. As we said before, certain things are b'mazel atalia milsa. They're talian mazel. B'ni chayim zayner atalian schusim. They're talian mazel. And to read for for you the lashon of Isaiah in lashon Akaidish, I'll read it. The translation to lashon Akaidish. That if a person in the first Gilgal was a tzaddik and he was nisgalgal rak bishvil lahashlim eze mitzvah shadayin chaser he was a tzaddik but he was lacking a mitzvah. So he has to come back to be mashlim that mitzvah. He is called a tzaddik ben tzaddik. And therefore, Tzadik ben Tzadik the Rabbi Shalom brings him in this Gilgal at a good time so he'll have Tzadik there's a Gilgal that obligates that a person comes to this world in a time that there is not a lot of food. And it's not such a good time for him to be born in this mazel. Even though HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows that in this Gilgal he's going to be a tzaddik, he's going to do a lot of schuyos. But the reason he has to come here is not just to be mashlam a mitzvah, it's for sakein eizachet He's coming to rectify an avera he did. And therefore he has to fix it in his Gilgal. And for that, ubishvil tzadik kozeh omru chachmei hamishnah bonim uchayim umozoin shal gilgul hazeh einam tzluyim mizochiyos el b'mazel toliyadavar. When Chazal said that bonim chayim emozim of this gilgul is not dependent on tzluyos, it's dependent on mazel. We're talking about this tzadik who we're calling a tzadik ben rasha, meaning in his first gilgul he was a rasha. So therefore, Yaina was coming back to be Misakin Gilguloi Harishan. As we said, he went after Tavis Elamazeh. He ran away from the Dvar Hashem in the first Gilgul in Paragalus. So now he came back in the second Gilgul. He followed the Dvar Hashem. He was a tzaddik. But he had Choyser Mezoinu Sushar and he was lacking things. Because a tzaddik ben rasha, a person a gilgul tzaddik ben rasha, the rabbi says you're coming back to fix things in this gilgul, but it's not going to be all ayayay for you. You're coming back to fix averis. You're coming back to fix averis. It's not so simple. You don't get all of Elam Haza here. And even though in this gilgul you're a tzaddik, 
No, 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 no. It's not dependent on your schuyas, this Gilgal. This Gilgal is dependent on the Mazel. And that is the grub Oz who bechisarin kalyamov. This person is bechisarin. He's lacking his entire life, all of his days. Afapishu tzadik gomer akshav, even though at the moment he's a tzadik gomer. An insight, a little bit into hashkochas Hashem. Vayichaloy. So we said vayera. He was upset. Vayichaloy. Vayichar means, like we find, by Kayin. Vayichar Kayin says the Sipornai, he was jealous. Who was Yaina jealous of? He was jealous of the Anche Ninveh. Because the Anche Ninveh were Zoycha Lishtei Shulchanes. Two tables. What's two tables? They were Zoycha Tehavay Lamhazah. They had Parnassah, they had Ashirah, they had everything they needed in Lamhazah. And they also did Tshuva, and they were Zoycha Tehavay Lamhazah through their Tshuva. So there was Zoycha Tehavay Lamhazah. So he was jealous, because he didn't have that. Here, he was a tzaddik, so he's going to get Olam Haba. But he didn't have Olam Hazeh. And the guy goes on and explains. The Alzeh Bocha Rebbe. Rebbe cried, and he said, Yesh kaina Olamai Bishoachas. There are some who are kaina their world, their Olam Haba, in one moment. And there are those who are kind in 70 years. Now it's interesting to note, this Gemara, this Bacha Rabbi, was said in a couple places. Um, one place we find where Khanina ben Chaja in the famous Gemara, Saruge Malchus, was being put to death, and the, uh, they put these wet wet wool around him so it shouldn't so it should take longer for him to to um, to burn and the person who was in charge of burning him said Rabbi if I take it out will you bring me L'chayel and my boss so he said yes so he swore took it out and he jumped in with him Abbasco went out to Chanina ben Chajin and this person are Mizum L'chayel and my boss and on that Rabbi cried Yesh Koyne Loma B'Shoachas Yesh Koyne Loma B'Kam HaShonim it's interesting Rabbi Rebda points out that there's no Gemara that says Shivim Shana the guy says Shivim Shana and we'll see in a moment the guy in, it's Bedafka like that he wrote it like that as we'll see in a moment how he says Pshat in that but the Gemara says Bacha Rebbe that's one of the cases that's in the Avedi Zor there's a couple other cases of Zor Yedzayin you have um, um, a different cases where people were Kainai Lamai B'Shalachas so says the Gra. Says the Gra, what does it mean? Kaina lama b'shachas v'esh kaina lama b'shivim shana. So he says as follows: He says that there are some people who they're kaina the olam haba in one moment, and the rest of their lives they had olam hazeh. Mashenkin, there are some people that they don't have any Olam Hazan for 70 years, all they're being kinda is Olam Haba. And that's what Yaina was upset about here. It seemed to him, Ninveh Bolshokhanais, Olam Hazan, Olam Haba. And he was working the whole time in his Olam Haba with no Olam Hazan. And we'll elaborate that on a, in a moment. But Rabbi Rebbe says here, it's such a beautiful chat. He says, Why did Rebbe cry? What was the crying? Why did you say it? So, the, the, the Mepharshim talk about it in the Gemara, but according, none of their Pshatim work out the way the Groh is explaining that we're talking about the difference between people who are Zaycha to two Shulchanais, and the people who are Zaycha to only one Shulchan. So he says, if he wants to say a very, very interesting Pshat. The Gemara tells us that for three types of people HaKadosh Baruch Hu cries every single day. One is Al She'efshir Leilasik B'Tayra Ve'ina Isik Someone who's able to learn Torah and he doesn't. Hashem cries for him. The second one is Al Mishi Yefshir Leilasik B'Tayra Ve'isik 
someone who's not able to learn Tyra, and he still learns Tyra. So the Chavetz Chaim asked the following question. Someone who is the Epshalatzik B'tayra, it's impossible, it's very hard, it's difficult to learn Tyra. And he does anyways, why is Hashem crying for him? Why is he crying? Says the Chavetz Chaim Hadavar Pashat. That if the first type of person that is able to learn Tyra and he doesn't, we understand that Kaddish Baruch Hu is Mitztair. Al Inoi Nafshay. By not learning Tyra, he's making his Nefesh suffer. The second person who's learning Tyra, even though it's very hard, Hashem also cries. But not because his Nefesh is suffering. His Nefesh is not suffering. He has Limanat Tyra. His goof is suffering. Which means to say, says the Chavetz Chaim, he's poor, he has troubles, he's not able to learn. And still, he pushes himself to the limit to be able to learn Tyra. More than his physical body is really allowing him to. More than his situation allows him to. A person goes above and beyond the call of duty. Who loves him? Hashem is pained when he sees how hard it is for him. Why doesn't Hashem change his massive? To change the massive, sometimes it's not kedai. Either Hashem maybe knows that if he has the Nisayan of Ashiris, he won't be able to stand. It's better to leave him here as an Ani and Daichik in learning Tyra. Or as we'll see in a bit, that it's impossible to change a person's mazel sometimes. Or maybe it's just to be Magdal Scharai, Hashem has Ishkashbainas. But someone who's learning Torah shouldn't worry and be sad no matter what his situation is. And Hashem is pain. And if Hashem is not giving him a reprieve, it's for his good. So Hashem cries for a person who is in a situation where they're learning Torah, they're tzaddikim, but they have to be aniyim, and it has to be hard for them. Hashem loves them and He's pained. Says Rabbi Bravda, there's a mitzvah of Allah Chavidrachav. That a person has to go in the ways of Hashem. If one of the ways of Hashem is that Hashem gives parnasa to the world, and here there's an Isaac Batayra, and Hashem can only give him minimal parnasa for whatever cheshman he has. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is mitztar on this. And he's boycha love. The Gemara says every day he cries for him. Why every day? Because every day Hashem is on him a farnas is kolaylam, and every day he has to hold back. Every day he's nisayr on the matzav of his Talmachacham, as he can't give him the full flesh parnasa. So Hashem cries every day. Rabbi Rabbeinu HaKadosh he wanted to excel in Valachta Bidrachov so when he heard a Baskal going out from Shemayim and crying out that this person Pliny whoever it was is Mazuman L'chaylam Abba that person in one moment he was Kainalam Abba his entire life he was Isaac in the pleasures of Eilam Azeh and the last moment he did Tshuva Shleim and Hashem gave him he was Eichet Tebei Shulchanas he got Eilam Azeh and Eilam Abba at that point, Rabbeinu HaKadosh was misoyer to think on all the tzaddikim who are learning Torah mitaych and they don't have mizoynas. And Rabbi from his Ava for the Lame de Torah was mitstar. And he remembered that just like HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyahu cries for them, Valach the Bidrachav, he also cried for them. Who are these people he was crying for? Those who are Kainoi Lama Meshivim Shana, who are in Zaycha, to Chayoi Lamazeh, they live B'Daychek, and they're going to be Zaycha only the Chayoi Lamazeh. Rebbe was crying, Valach the Bidrachav, because their Bain Hashem cries for them. So that's Rebbe Rebbe says, that's a shot, according to the Groch, perhaps why Rebbe cried. 
So the Grah continues as we said before, as we were saying, that Yeshkaina Bashivim Shana says that's the idea that call Ha'ilam Nizain in the schutz of certain tzaddikim, Mishvul Chanina Bini. The Chanina Bini Dailoi Bikav Karubi Merv Shabbos Lerv Shabbos. Chanina Bini says Hashem, he doesn't need much, a little bit. A kav, a small measure of carobs. As Rashi says, Misparnis Bitsaru Bitsimtum. Chanina Bini didn't need a lot, but he was a tzaddik, the whole world lived off him. Says the Grah. It's not by chance that we picked Charuvim. Charuvim, you see, by Chaimi Hamagel, only produces fruits after 70 years. That's why we picked Charuvim. Dai Bekav Charuvim. It's Miramis. That 70 years, all he has is a calf. He has nothing. This is the 70 years. That's why I said before that even though the Gemara says Yeshkarilamah become a shanim, the goins is, is fixed on the 70 years. The charubim are 70 years, the dafka. That after 70 years he'll see fruit, but in this world he doesn't see fruit just like the charuf. And the reason is, as the Gra said, why are there people who are not zaychilishtay shalchanais? The reason is, because they're Tzadik ben Rasha. In their first Gilgul, they were Makalko, and therefore they were not Zaycha. They're not Zaycha for both Shochanas. Vayispalo Pasuk Beis al Hashem, he daven to Hashem for his food, Mizainai, the Chasrainai, and that he was lacking things. Vayimar, and he said, Ono Hashem, Haloizad Dvari ad Hayoisi al Admasi. He's asking Hashem, why is it so bad for me? Why is it so bad for me? This is what I told you when I was still living in this land. What did I tell you? Why didn't I did tshuva, do tshuva in my first Gilgo? I wanted to do tshuva. But if you remember, the Yaina had said... When I get old, before I die, I'll do tshuva. Hashem is a makabal tshuva sashavim. In one day, he can be makabal tshuva sashavim. Just like, just like Hakadosh Baruch Hu is makabal the tshuva of Ninveh. But the problem was, he got sick and he died so quickly. It wasn't time. Nitzchafah Hashem. As we said, and for the end of Parakalif, he was trying to do tshuva, but it was too late. So he says, "This is what I told you." Okay, Kidamdi Livrayach Tarshisha, this is why when I was young, in my original Gilgal, I was running away. Because I thought that when I get old, I'll be able to do tshuva, Kiyadati, because I knew. Kiyatal Kelchanu Mirakho, Marek Apayim, Rav Chesed, Benicha Malaro. Because I knew that you were Bainu Shalom. Arach Apayim, Yimarach Ach, to wait. Maybe someone will do tshuva. And I was beteach on that. Rav Chesed, your makabal even one day before Misa. And therefore I'm asking, you should be miracham on me now. So the Gra explains as follows. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Zemarech Af Lahamtim Ula Yashuv and says, I relied on this. So what is the problem? Says the Gra, because if a person says, if a person says, I will do Averis for Oshuv and I will do Tshuva, a Maspiki Miyadilas is Tshuva. We don't give him the opportunity to do Tshuva. And there's many Mepharshan that explain the reason for this, but the Mi'iri says a beautiful Pshat. Says the Meiri, if a person says echta va'oshuv, that means to say that at the time he's doing the avera, he's cognizant of the fact that there's a need and a possibility for tshuva. That means to say he is not in such a rut; he's not so low. 
If he's already singing Echtav Ashuv of Tshuva, that means his Yetzirah is not entirely a hold of him yet, because if his Yetzirah and his Taibas are entirely of control, Tshuva, who's thinking of Tshuva? That's not even in the picture. Theoretically, with a little bit of Ishtablus, he's able to be Kaivish as Yetzirah. However, he's not interested in fighting. What should I fight my Yetzirah for? I'll rely that whatever I have given now, and I'll do Tshuva later. Now, if not for the fact that he could do tshuva, he would overcome his Yetzirah. Well, alright, that's what he's saying. I'm relying on the tshuva. If there wasn't tshuva, he wouldn't be relying on it. He would overcome his Yetzirah. So what's causing him not to fight tshuva? The kayach tshuva, the chesed Hashem of tshuva, is now being used as the excuse not to fight the Yetzirah. So schar ha-tshuva yotza the schar of tshuva got lost. Because now tshuva is being used as an excuse to an Avera. And if not for the, him relying on the tshuva, he never would do the Avera. So now the chesed of Hashem of the tshuva is the siba of the chet. Say, must speak in the tshuva. That Avera is too great. Someone who is Yetzirah took control of him. And Alderach HaTevi couldn't get away from the Avera. Hashem gave him a Kayach HaTshuva. But someone who uses the Chesed of Tshuva as the excuse not to fight because he relies on it, a Maspikim Yodah is Tshuva. Now the truth is, even if a person doesn't say Echtev Ashuv, we know if a person just delays in doing Tshuva, or if a person gets hard overcame him and he has time to do tshuva just pushing it off it's also inyan chamer ma'id Rabbi Yoyin and Shari Tshuva talks about this but someone who says echtev ashuv that's ain maspikim yodilas is tshuva so the guy is explaining that this neshama yoyna in his first gilgal wasn't just a misacher las is tshuva he wasn't just pushing it off he was an echtev ashuv that's what he said al zebotachti I knew I could do tshuva. It wasn't takbaris hayetzer impossibility like the Meiri said. So therefore, in maspikim tshuva. What did he say? Nitrifah I wasn't able to do it. I wasn't able to do tshuva. Hashem didn't let him do tshuva. Shemayim didn't let him do tshuva because he had said echta va'ashuv. So now, I told you this the first time, that I really wanted to do tshuva. But as we're saying, it's not such a good excuse. But now, says, He's asking Hashem, please have Rachmanus. And Rebbe says, perhaps what he means to say, that really, Yaina saying, because of my chatayim, my first Gilgal, I had to come down here, in a time when I don't have Parnassah and I have Tsar and I have Tzimtzum. But Lamaisa, it's not like I was totally running away. I did have in my mind to do Tshuva. It was Echta Ashuv. At least I thought of the idea of Tshuva, even though it's not a good thing. And I understand that you're for Ashuv. But now my second Gilgul, I'm fixing things. I'm going to Mekayvist Dvar Hashem. So Hashem, Micham Alaro, Hebrachmonis. And be mevatel the gzeira that I have on me of chayser hamizaynos that I'm lacking mizaynos that gzeira in my second gilgal have rachmanus because the truth is I always had in mind to do tshuva I wasn't entirely Russia government and now I'm going on the right way. So he's asking Rabbi Nishan take away the gzeira. If it's impossible to save me from this bad time that I have here, kill me. Take away my life. This is an interesting request. But the Gros says we find this request at the Rebbe Lazar ben Pedas, who lived very much with and one day he he did some bloodletting and he didn't have what to eat and he ended up going in a coma. 
and he came back and he said he was with the Rabbeinu Shalom. And the Rabbeinu told the Rabbeinu Shalom, how long do I still have to be mitzvah in this world? So he said, Hashem said to Melazar, would you rather that I destroy the world and start it over, that you should be born in the time that you'll have Mazinus? And he didn't say you'll for sure be born. And maybe you'll be born in a mazel of Mazinus. So Rabbi Lazar told Hashem, Kulei Haiva Efsher, even if you turn over, destroy the world and start it again, it's still only Efsher? So he says to Hashem, Have I already lived most of my life, or do I still have yet to live most of my life? So he said, You already lived most of your life. So he said, Okay, I don't want you to destroy the world. So Hashem said, In Schar, that you told me not to destroy the world, you'll get a lot of Schar in Elamabo. What does it mean to destroy the world? So the Gain says, A person is Elam HaKatan. He meant to say, to Rebbe Lazar should die, not destroy the world. In other words, Hashem told him, you want to die, be reborn, and maybe you'll be in that man of good time that you'll have Mazinus? So he said, Rabbi Nishalayla. Did I live most of my life, or I have yet to live? So he said, you live most of it. Live most of it, so I don't want to die and start over. But it does sound like, it does sound like, that if he would have still had what to live he still would have had most of his life left to live he would have asked to die and to start again taking the chance maybe he'll have a good life and that's what Yaina did over here Yaina says to the Rabbi I don't want this take my life and let's try to start over perhaps we're going to stop here but as Hashem next week we'll see hopefully the end of the Sefer before Yom Kippurim and we'll get an insight because on Yoyna it's going to be a very big taina that he said this. On Reblazib and Fidos it wasn't such a taina. But they were both saying the same thing. Take my life because living like this is too hard. Bez Hashem, we will continue next week. Have a good evening.